wisdom from the Word of God, listeners. Today I just want to talk to you about a crucial concept called salvation. A concept that everyone should understand in its fullness. For those of you who are listening who are saved, um, it is my hope that this will be a small tool in your tool belt to share with others as it comes to sharing your faith in Jesus Christ. But if there is someone listening, amen, that doesn't know our Savior, Jesus Christ, isn't a personal Savior, and there is no communication between you and the Lord Jesus, then it is my hope and prayer that this simple outline might allow you to get to know Him in the pardoning of your sins, and that you might build a strong and lasting relationship with the Lord. A simple outline of God's way of salvation. There are three questions that need to be asked by everyone, amen, whether they are believers or non-believers. For believers to reinforce and to revive their understanding of salvation, and then for the unbeliever to enter in to salvation. The first question is, do I need to be saved? The second question is, can I be saved? And the third question is, how can I be saved? Uh, Many people don't even believe that they need to be saved. They think that, you know, this life is the only life and that there is no life after. And then others believe of reincarnation and that they might uh, come back as a tree, you know, a dog or something else. Um but that this life is just a iterative process of coming and going and coming and going. Um, but the Bible teaches us that life is not like that. Is that this life that we live today will set forth our life to come, which is an eternal life. And based on what we do in this life will determine whether our destination in the life that is to come that will be an eternal life, whether it will be in hell in torment or whether it will be in heaven in bliss with the Lord. So we get back to our questions and the first question that needs to be grappled with is, do I need to be saved? Well, God is holy. No sin will ever enter his presence. For righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Psalm 97 and 2. Humanity is sinful. For the Bible says in Romans 3 and 23, it says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible also tells us that there is none righteous, no, not one. And that didn't start yesterday. It's been a long-standing problem with humanity is that None do everything to the righteous standard of God. Everybody sins. Everybody lies or thinks bad thoughts or or neglects to do the good thing that they should do because of their own selfishness. And and everyone does not trust in the Lord. Uh, And so sin, this disobedience, this, this disrespect for God, amen, separates all people from God. 
The Bible says your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you. That's Isaiah 59 and 2. Basically, that text is saying that your evil deeds, your wickedness, your uh, desire to do evil things, knowing that they are evil things, but yet you do them anyway, have separated you from God. And because of your iniquity, because of your uh, state of sinfulness and committing of sin, God has had to turn his face from you. He has turned his favor and face from you because that a righteous God cannot be in the presence of unrighteousness. And, And so what all of this iniquity is all about is unrighteousness. It is that which does not meet the glorious and the pristine standard of God. It is impossible for humans to save themselves. You know, it it doesn't matter how many um, elderly citizens you help across the road. It doesn't matter how many charities you give to. It doesn't matter um, how altruistic or how philanthropic you have been. That will not save you. Because the Bible says in Romans 3 and 20, it says, By the works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight. The Bible says that uh, salvation does not come by works, <laughs> lest any man should boast. It's, it's not of ourselves, but is a gift of God. That leads me to the next question that we should grapple with, and that is, can I be saved? Well, there's some good news here, because God sent his son to be your savior. And this is love, that not that we have loved God, but he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for sins. First John 4 and 10. What that verse says to us is that uh, salvation comes through the Lord. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty for our sins. See, propitiation just is a big fancy word for the satisfaction of the payment for sin. Amen. He came and he did for us what we could not do for ourselves, that he paid the penalty for sin. Because the Bible says in Romans 6 and 23, it says the wages of sin is death. And so Jesus assumed that payment for us. He, he, He paid the price by the death of himself on the cross. Amen. And so the living Savior invites sinners to receive him. Jesus says, come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11 and 28. Jesus saying to you, all you out here struggling, you know you're not right. You know things aren't right in your life. You know something is not 
quite complete. You, you might have a good job, you might have a, a nice family, but there's something on the inside that you feel empty with. You feel like there's something missing and God has made that in you so that you will seek him because nothing else will fill that void. So Jesus says, come unto me. And he said, the heavy burden of, of, of trying to carry stuff that you are not fit to carry. The, the, the heavy burden of trying to fill a void with everything you know to fill it with, but yet you still feel empty. You still feel like, well, what else is there? Well, I'm here to tell you today that that feeling and that what else is there is Jesus. Because Jesus is ready to forgive you of your sins. You can't fix them on your own, but he can forgive you of them. Amen. If you will call upon his name. And and that leads us to another area. And before we get there, we want to be very well aware of the fact that forgiveness of sins and salvation can be yours today. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteousness for the unrighteous that he might bring us to God. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. See, Jesus paid it all, once and for all. You, you can't out-sin God's grace. You, you, can't, you can't sin so much that God's payment on the cross won't pay for it because he paid for all sin, past, present, and future on the cross. So maybe right now you say, well, the Lord can love me with all that I've done. And I'm here to tell you, yes, he can. Because you cannot sin so much that you can get outside of God's ability to love you. And so now the crucial question becomes, if you're ready, how can I be saved? Well, the first thing is just to agree with God that you are lost. That you are a lost sinner, unable to save yourself. Because see, as long as you're picking yourself up by your own bootstraps and you're going to find your own way to glory, your own way to everlasting bliss, you're going to find your own road, then God is not going to to move in your behalf because he's seeing that you're not depending on him, but you're depending on yourself. But the problem is that you cannot because you've already failed before you got started. Remember the scripture from Romans 3 and 23 that says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But see, Jesus fixes this, that uh, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. Amen. The Bible says uh, God shows his love for us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5 and 8. Simply believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and ask him to be your savior. He's listening. Amen. Even though you may not be aware of it. But he is sitting at the right hand of God the Father in heaven, and he's waiting to hear from you if you do not know him. He's waiting to hear you call upon his name because he's ready and willing to save you. The Bible says, To all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12. 
see, Jesus has the authority to move you from a state of sinner to a state of saint, out of darkness and into the marvelous light. But he gives you that opportunity, amen, to call upon his name. Open your mouth, open your heart, and open your mind and call upon the name of the Lord. Depend and trust upon him and his authority to forgive you of your sins, clean you up, turn you around, and place your feet on the solid ground of salvation. Confess the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to the this particular passage in the um, letter to the Romans, chapter 10, verse 9. It says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He says, if you do these things, not that you might, no, that you will. That, that that's pretty um, positive, that's pretty uh, confirmational, that's pretty solid um, to stand on. It's a pretty solid foundation to stand on. Uh, that you know that you're saved. You don't wonder, but you know that you are saved. Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. The Gospel according to John, chapter 5, verse 24. What Jesus is saying there, if you hear these words and you believe them, that Jesus was sent here to take care of your sin problem, to fix your issue of being on the road to destruction, instead of being on the road to salvation and the presence of God, the heavenly places where all of your hurt and your pain will be removed, that there'll be no more strain and there'll be no more struggle. There'll be no more heartache. There'll be no more pain. The Bible talks about this place called heaven. It talks about this place where the wicked will cease from troubling, amen, and the weary, those who have just been through, amen, will be at rest. How about you today? Do you want to be at rest? Now you've got the the tools that you need to get right with the Lord and to get your business fixed and your destination sure, amen, that you need to consider the things that we have talked about First of all, do you need to be saved? And the answer is yes. Can I be saved? The answer is yes. And how can I be saved? We have outlined that as well. Go back and listen to this again. Amen. And think about it and meditate on it and let it get into your mind and and allow the Lord to speak to you about your situation. And if you're not saved, you don't know the Lord, then receive him according to the prescription that he has given. And I guarantee you putting my life on the line, amen, is that you will never be the same. And you'll be so happy and so glad that you made the decision for Jesus Christ. I want to give a big uh, thank you to uh, Crossway, amen, crossway.org. 
and the Good News Tracks, www.goodnewstracks.org. And it is my prayer that, that you will receive the Lord Jesus Christ if you have not, and if you have been unsure as a believer, that you are now sure what it takes to be a child of God. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer.